Hey guys, Paul Huff, pastor of Crosspoint Fellowship. We are so glad that you have joined us today on our live stream of our church service this morning. We hope that one day you'll be able to join us in-house, but until that day, just know that these will always be available to you. Well, good morning. Thanks for joining us today at Crosspoint Fellowship. Virtually speaking, we are in living rooms all over several cities around Republic right now. Um, I'm coming to you from Clever in my home, and uh we're just all together this morning. I think it's amazing that we have this technology to do this, um, to worship together and to spend time uh, in worship, even though we're not all in the same room. Maybe you're with your family or friends right now, and I'm with my family as well, worshiping uh, to this video. But we are together in spirit. Um, the Holy Spirit connects us even when we have to meet separately like this and as we worship it with our families in our homes. Before we get started, we're going to sing a couple songs, and we're going to hear from uh, Paul in, in a, a little bit with his message and how it's, I, I, I truly believe it's going to encourage you this morning about how God can take care of us, that he's in control of everything, even though things seem out of control. And so we'll hear that message here in a little bit. But I wanted to read Psalm 23. Our, our small group recently went through a series on Psalm 23, and it really spoke to me, and I wanted to speak to all of us this morning. So I'm going to read that for you, and then we'll go ahead and start singing together. Psalm 23 says, The Lord is my shepherd. I have all that I need. He lets me rest in green meadows. He leads me beside peaceful streams. He renews my strength. He guides me along the right paths, bringing honor to his name. Even when I walk through the darkest valley, I will not be afraid, for you are close beside me. Your rod and your staff protect and comfort me. You prepare a feast for me in the presence of my enemies. You Honor me by anointing my head with oil. My cup overflows with blessings. Surely your goodness and unfailing love will pursue me all the days of my life, and I will live in the house of the Lord forever. Um, to, to me, that psalm, especially the, during this time period that we're all living through right now, is uh, basically rest in the middle of the darkest circumstances. And maybe this morning you're saying, hey, Phil, you know, I'm not, I'm not um, really stressing out too much right now. It's actually kind of relaxing. That's awesome. Um, continue in that. Um, I encourage you just to continue that way. If you are saying this morning, look, I'm in like full stress mode and uh, worrying every single day and um, I don't know what's going to happen next. I would say lean into God, lean into, holy, into the Holy Spirit, let him comfort you during this time. That word that, that we just read from Psalm 23 says that even in the darkest valley, I will not be afraid um, because we know that God is in control. Again, we're, we're going to hear from Paul on that this morning. So that's all I wanted to say. We'll go ahead and sing a couple songs together and then we'll get into God's word together. Um, let's start out by singing Call Upon the Lord. Um, if you uh, see the link in either the um, YouTube uh, comment or the, the description area at the bottom or look in the Facebook chat. You'll see a link that will link you to all the lyrics for the song so that you can sing along with me. All right, let's sing together. We need no other hiding place. Our hope is safe within your name. This we know, this we know. You promise never to forsake. 
Once you began, you will sustain. This we know. This we know. I will call upon the Lord, for He alone is strong enough to save. Rise, your shackles are no more, for Jesus Christ has broken every chain. Yes, we believe. All of the heavens and the earth announce the fullness of your worth. This we know, this we know. And every enemy will flee as we declare your victory. This we know. This we know, I will call upon the Lord, for He alone is strong enough to save. Rise, your shackles are no more, for Jesus Christ has broken every There's a new song uh, that we're going to just keep teaching new songs, uh, even during this time that we're all separated from each other. And uh, this is a new song that I've been thinking about introducing for a while. It's absolutely perfect for uh, this ser- today's sermon and for the series that we're in. So we'll, we'll sing it throughout the series. It's called It Is So. Um, and uh, basically, it's a, a song that says in the middle of storm, uh, we can have peace um, and we can know everything that God has said is true because um, he never fails us. Um, it is so when he says it. 
There is a promise that points beyond my failure. There is a still voice to silence all my fears. Even the worst of my mistakes are miracles in the making. A miracles in the making by your stripes I am here with one touch I am made whole you have spoken and I know that it is all in the storm you are peace your love won't let me go you have spoken and I know that it is so in every season your purpose is unchanging in every moment you're working for my good Jesus the rock that never fails your kingdom will not be shaken your kingdom will not be shaken by your stripes I am healed with one touch I am made whole you have spoken and I know that it is so we can trust him in the storm you are peace and your love won't let me go you have spoken settled in heaven it will be done father let it be done yours is the kingdom forever your will be done oh let it be done your word is settled in heaven it will be done father let it be done yours is the kingdom forever
By your stripes I am healed With one touch I am made whole You have spoken And I know that it is so In the storm You are peace And your love won't let me go You have spoken I know that it is so. You have spoken, and I know that it is so. Lord, we believe your word, and we believe everything that you said will come true. Um, and everything that you've said of us in the past has come true. We have no reason to, to not trust you. Lord, I pray, Lord, that um, we would just dive into your word, explore what it has to say to us this morning, to not worry, to not fret, to um, to trust in you. Let that wash over us, Lord. Um, we look to you now. We open your word together now. In your name I pray. Amen. Good morning, everybody. We are so glad that you're joining us this morning. Our hope is that you are well and healthy and that your family has everything that they need. We are going to begin a new series titled Rest, Finding God in Troubled Times, because we are certainly living in a troubled time. But before we dive into the word uh, and into today's message, I would like to pray for us. Dear Lord, we come to you right now. We thank you for this day because this day is yours. God, help us to have confidence in the fact that you are in control, that you are God and that your hand is in everything that we are experiencing Lord, help us to lean on you in these troubled times to lay our worries and our anxieties at your feet. As we will discuss today, there's no better place to take our troubles and to take the things that are causing us stress. So Lord, as we dive into your word today, God, I pray that you would just let it swell inside of us and live in us and help us to live lives the way that we should as confident people, confident in the God that we serve. Lord, we thank you for all these things. We ask you to bless each and every person that is here today and every person all across the world. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Our worship leader, Phil, and I were talking this last week about just how crazy life is right now. And both of us came to the agreement that at least in our lifetimes, we couldn't think of another time where so much uncertainty was present. Uh, people are out of work, they're out of their routines, and they're out of toilet paper. And this is just a time that's extremely scary and intimidating, and there's really no definable end in sight. And if we focus too much on our circumstances, then there's a possibility that they can overwhelm us to the point of despair. And so today I want to talk about how we as people can rest in God, how we can find rest. And I'm not just talking about catching a couple extra Z's and, and, and having a nap. A lot of us probably feel like we're just laying around right now. That's not what this is about. It's about finding rest from our circumstances, being able to rely on God to get us through these crazy times. And so I want to share with you some good news. First and foremost, I want you to know that God is the author of peace. God is the author of peace. We're told so in Corinthians 14.33, which says, For God is not a God of disorder, but of peace. God wants you to have peace in life. If we keep that in mind and we apply it to all that we know in our own histories and in the history of the Bible, we'll see that time after time, God takes people from their own personal struggle, from their own personal pandemic, if you will, 
I know that doesn't really match the definition, into a place of peace. And so let's just look at a couple examples uh, throughout the Bible. Noah. Noah faced the flooding of the earth and the responsibility of having to repopulate the earth after all of that subsided. Then there was Abraham. Abraham was a man who was promised to be the father of many nations, except that he was a airless patriarch. And late into his life, he still didn't have a son, somebody to pass on his name. Then there was Joseph who was sold into slavery by his brothers, the very people that were supposed to love him more than anything that were supposed to have his back and take care of him. They, They were jealous of their brother and so they sent him on his way. And then we have Moses who was to be murdered at birth. Uh, but, but overcame all that to, to be raised up in Pharaoh's court only to have to turn his back on the people that became his family to lead the Israelites to the promised land and out of captivity. Then we have Ruth and Naomi who both lose their husbands and are facing an uncertain future where there's no provision guaranteed for them. Job lost everything that he absolutely ever had. Then we have David and King Saul, Jonah in the great fish, Daniel in the lion's den, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego in the furnace. And this is all just the Old Testament. And this isn't every single story from the Old Testament that we could bring up. Yet in each situation, God brought peace to these people in their troubled times and brought them out of, to the other side of their struggle. Even Jesus in the Garden of Gethsemane was anguished to the point of sweating blood It's a condition known as hematidrosis, caused by extreme fear or stress. Jesus anguished as he prayed, literally had drops of blood fall from his face as sweat. Yet he was brought through it all to defeat sin, the very thing that caused him the anguish in the first place. So today, again, I want to talk about how we can rest in the God that we serve and find peace in the middle of our pandemic. And the first step for us to be able to do this is to, one, accept that God is in control. All of us, each and every one of us, if we're Christians, we need to understand, we need to accept, we need to trust that our God is in control. Let me ask you a few questions. Maybe I should say, I must ask you some questions. Huh? Anyone? No? I hope you're laughing. But let's ask a few questions. Who is the God that we serve? Who is he personally to you? Do you trust him? Is God not the author of the universe? Was it not God that told the oceans that they could only go so far? Does God not want you to prosper? Did he not send his own son to save the entire world from our sins? Was he not the God that brought pandemic after pandemic to a peaceful end? Do you think that these things are true? If the answer to the last question is yes, yes, I believe that all these things are true, then how can you not trust that God will bring you through this time? I'm not talking about being fearless. I'm not talking about not having any anxiety. I'm not talking about not having any stress during that time. Those are natural human emotions. But I'm talking about even though we experience these things, trusting that God will bring us through them, trusting that God has our back. We serve a God that's bigger than anything that we could ever possibly face. And because this is true, you can cast all of your anxieties on him. In 1 Peter 5, 7, it says, cast all your anxiety on him because he cares for you. The word to cast found in 1 Peter 5, 7 
in Greek is written in the aorist tense. That's important because it tells us that it's a finished action. It's a complete action. That once and for all, we are supposed to cast our worries on God. That we're supposed to cast our anxieties at the feet of Jesus. And that he can bear those for us. And that once we do that, we're not supposed to take those back. That we're supposed to give them away and let God have them and let God deal with them. See, because when we focus on our own circumstance rather than Jesus... That's when we start to sink, just like Peter did when he was walking on water, when he saw only the impossibility of his actions rather than Jesus who was making it possible for him. At the end of the day, the God who allows suffering will also be the one to bring you out of that time of suffering. And if we look in the Bible and if we look through our histories, we would honestly be able to say that despite all of the calamity, despite all of the stress, despite all of the sadness and the sorrow and all of the negative that comes in these situations, when God brings us through to the other side, we often find ourselves as better people in better places. If you're wor worried, if you're scared, if you are unsure, if you're anxiety ridden, I want you to take all of that to the feet of Jesus. How can we as Christians be experiencing a time where we feel so out of control and not pray about it? How can we not lift all our cares up, not only the, the things that we're worried about for ourselves, but the things that we're worried about for our family and our friends? How can we not take those to Jesus, knowing that he cares for us and that he will take care of us? Prayer changes things. Prayer changes things. And the reason that that's true is, that's, is because God can change things. So when you're in these times where you just feel like you don't know what to do next, my challenge to you is pray. Pray. Give God the reins and don't take them back. It should be, easiest, it should be easy for us to do this because we need to know that God truly cares for each and every one of us. If you're out there today and you're watching this, I want you to know that God truly cares for you. He truly cares for you. We're told to cast all of our anxiety on the Lord in 1 Peter 5, 7. Why? Because he cares for us. Christ is genuinely concerned with your well-being. He genuinely wants your, physically, your, your, your physical, emotional, and mentally well-being to be in a good place. Christ wants you to be well. And we can't forget why we're told to cast our worries on the Lord. Why? Because he loves us, because he cares for us. We aren't serving an unfeeling and uncompassionate God. The words in 1 Peter 5, 7, they directly reflect Christ's own words in Matthew 6, 25 through 33, also known as the Sermon on the Mount. Let's just read through what they say there. Again, Matthew 6, 25 through 33. Therefore, I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat or drink, or about your body, what you will wear. Is not life more than food and the body more than clothes? Look at the birds of the air. They do not sow or reap or store away in barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not much more valuable than they? Now, I don't know about you, but when I first read this passage this week, it brought about a visual of all the empty shelves at our local supermarkets, whether that be Hy-Vee or Walmart or Sam's Club or wherever you may go. 
It may have brought a visual of the empty paper goods aisle where there's no more toilet paper, no more paper towels, where baby wipes are gone. I know because I had to go to four or five different stores just to find a few individual packages. We are panicking right now. People are losing their mind. Maybe we're just losing our way. We need to remember as Christians that we are the most important thing to God. He has designated that so. When he gave his son to die for us, when scripture tells us over and over again that frankly we're the apple of God's eye, that he wants nothing more than to be in relationship with us and for us to depend on him, we need to be confident that God will take care of us and that God will bring us through any situation. Listen to this next verse. Just meditate on it for a second. Can any one of you by worrying add a single hour to your life? Can any one of us by worrying add a single hour, a single minute, a single second to our life? What good does it do any of us to lose our heads in times like these? What good does it do any of us to forget that God is ultimately the one that is in control? It goes on in verse 28. Why do you worry about your clothes? See how the flowers of the field grow? They do not labor or spin. Yet I tell you that not even Solomon in all his splendor was dressed like one of these. If that is how God clothes the grass of the field, which is here today and tomorrow is thrown into the fire, will he not much more clothe you, you of little faith? So do not worry saying, what shall we eat or what shall we drink or what shall we wear? For the pagans run after these things. And your heavenly father knows that you need them. See, it's the world that chases after the security of stuff. It's the world that chases after the security of what they have. As Christians, we need to chase after the security of what we have in God the Father, Christ the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Thirty-three. But seek first the kingdom and his righteousness and all these things will be given to you as well. Our first thought in these difficult times needs to be how can we serve Jesus even through the pandemic? How can we serve Jesus even in our uncertainty? How can I serve Jesus even when I'm jobless? How can I serve Jesus when I can't find toilet paper, when I can't find baby wipes, when the store's all out of eggs? when I'm told to lock myself in my home for the next month? How can we still serve Jesus in these times? I'd like to give you just a few more scriptures, maybe print these out or commit to reading these along with the others that we've read every day. But the first is Isaiah 41.10, which says, so do not fear for I am with you. Do not be dismayed for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. And then Psalm 46, 1, which says, God is our refuge and strength, our ever-present help in trouble. The last thing I want to leave you with is this. Find things to be thankful for. In this crazy time where there's so much that we don't have, find a time to be thankful for all that you do. Colossians 3, 15 says, let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts 
Since as members of one body, you were called to peace and be thankful. There's two parts that really stand out to me in this verse that I think are really important. The first where it tells us to let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts. There's a really cool visual here that happens if you know what the Greek is telling you. Because the Greek here is literally saying to let peace be the arbitrator, or if you're a sports fan, the umpire in your heart. What if peace was the judge that made the final decision on the severity of any trial that we face? What if we approached everything in our life with the peace that only God can offer? What if peace was the decision maker when it came to buy paper goods or essential food items like eggs, milk, and meat? What if peace was the decision maker when it came time to make the decision on whether or not we should help our neighbor who needs these things as well? What if peace told you in these instances that everything was going to be okay? You need to know that that is available for you, but it's a choice that you must make. And the choice is whether or not you will trust God, whether or not you will cast all of your anxieties on him, realizing that he cares for you. You are important to God. And if he takes care of the birds in the sky and the flowers of the field, then how much more so will he take care of you in this time when you have needs? Second, Be thankful. Be thankful. That's the second part of this verse that stands out. Be thankful. You see, when peace rules your hearts, you're thankful for what you have. The natural inclination in this time is to focus on everything that you don't have, the things that you need, the things that you are without. But as the saying goes, a little gratitude will change your attitude. A little gratitude will change your attitude. To be honest, I don't know if that's a famous saying, but I do know that I've heard it many times before. My mom used to tell me that all the time. A little gratitude will change your attitude. And so in this time where we can focus so much on the things that we don't have and everything that's going wrong, let's take some time. Let's carve out some time to be intentional about thanking God for everything that we do have. Let's take some time to tell God that we know that you are in control and that you care for us. The last verse I want to leave you with, John 14, 27. Peace I leave with you, my peace I give to you. I do not give to you as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled, and do not be afraid. I'm going to read it again. Peace I leave with you, and my peace I give you. I do not give to you as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled, and do not be afraid. Accept that God is in control. Know that he cares for you and find things to be thankful for. The very last thing that I want to tell you as your pastor is that if in these troubled times you are struggling financially, you don't have things that you need, if there's a way that the church can help you, I want you to reach out to us in this time so that we can do exactly what was done in the Bible, pull our resources together and make sure that everyone in our group has what we need. We love you. We want you to find this peace that Jesus can offer you. Know that God cares for you and wants what's best for you. And know that Crosspoint cares for you as well. If you have a need in this time, do not hesitate to reach out 
and tell me. Remember that pride is a sin. But love is what we have to offer each and every one of you out there today. And that's what we want to do. So again, I implore you, I beg you that if you have a need, please do not hesitate to let us know. Let's pray. God, we come to you right now. We thank you for this word that you've given to us. Time and time again, you reassure us in the Bible that you are in control and that we will be okay if we can only just put our trust in you. Help us as Christians to be leaders in our world today that, that just exude peace, that exude calmness, that, that show the world around us that, that we serve a God who is bigger than all of this, who is in control and who can just be there for us and wants to be there for us and loves us and cares for us. And in this time, help us to reflect that character of the God we serve. Help us to love others around us. Help us to care for others around us. Help us to bring peace to a world that is experiencing chaos. We ask all these things in Jesus' powerful name. Amen. Have a great week. Be well. We love you. still my soul the Lord is on thy side bear patiently the cross of grief or pain lead to thy God to order and provide in every change he faithful will remain still my soul thy best thy heavenly friend through thorny ways leads to a joyful land be still my soul thy God doth undertake to guide the future as he has the past thy hope thy confidence let nothing shake all now mysterious shall be bright at last be still my soul the waves and winds still know his voice who ruled them while he dwell below in you I rest in you I find my hope in you I trust you'll never let me go I place my life within your hands alone still my soul
The hour is hasting on When we shall be forever with the Lord When disappointment, grief, and fear are gone Sorrow for God, love's purest joy is restored Be still my soul when change and tears are past All safe and blessed We shall meet at last In you I rest In you I find my hope In you I trust You never let me go I place my joy when my heart is heavy all my days 
yes I will I choose to praise to glorify glorify the name of all names that nothing can stand against I choose to praise to glorify glorify the name of all names that nothing can stand against I choose to praise to glorify glorify the name of all names that nothing can stand against yes I will lift you high in the lowest valley yes I will bless your name oh yes I will sing for joy when my heart is heavy all my days yes I will for all my days yes I will for all my days yes I will pray with me God, we just thank you so much for um, the words of that song and all the songs this morning uh, for your word that spoke to us. Uh, we choose to praise. We choose to uh, sing with joy, even when our hearts are heavy. Um, Lord, we, we, can, we can do all that. You give us the ability to do that because of how trustworthy you are. What you say will come true. Uh, what you say will happen will happen. Lord, you are in control and we trust you. God, I pray, Lord, um, that as we go about our day today and go about our week this week, that we would be light in the darkness, that we would be the ones to proclaim the truth and proclaim the good news to people who are around us. Uh, people will get sick, the coronavirus will spread, but we are uh, fearless. We are, we are without worry or concern, um, Lord, because you are in control and you are watching over your people. We thank you so much, God, and thank you for being here with us uh, collectively. From all of our living rooms, Lord, we are one church and we love you so much. Um, in your name I pray, amen for joining us today. We hope that you were blessed by what you heard. We pray blessings on your life and hope that as you move forward that you continue to lean on God's understanding. God bless. Have a great week. Hopefully we'll see you soon.